Support for this show is brought to you by our friends at Bloomerang. Bloomerang offers donor management and online fundraising software that helps small to medium nonprofits like First Tee of Greater Akron, a nonprofit empowering kids and teens through the game of golf. After just one year with Bloomerang, they doubled their unique donors, improved donor stewardship, and raised more funds. To listen to the full interview of First Tee of Greater Akron, visit bloomerang.com slash weareforgood or click the link in our show notes. Hey, I'm John. And I'm Becky. And this is the We Are For Good podcast. Nonprofits are faced with more challenges to accomplish their missions and the growing pressure to do more, raise more, and be more for the causes that improve our world. We're here to learn with you from some of the best in the industry, bringing the most innovative ideas, inspirational stories, all to create an impact uprising. So welcome to the good community. We're nonprofit professionals, philanthropists, world changers, and rabid fans who are striving to bring a little more goodness into the world. So let's get started. Can't hold back the enthusiasm. Do you feel like our like best friends from summer camp are here? <laughs> oh. I do. We're here. We're here. Reunion. Yes. <laughs> Just hanging out right here. Yeah. I mean, we got a tone set a little bit, right? Because, you know, if you follow the We Are For Good community much, we just launched this good jobs. It's this job. It's kind of our vision of a job board. And it's about powering the impact uprising, getting us aligned into the right places and the places where we can come alive in our work. And I story told a little bit of this on the day of the launch that we didn't want to go at this work alone. And, you know, one of our core values is community is everything. One of our trends of the year is community is core, like community is in everything that we try to do. And so when we went to go launch this, we wanted to find value aligned peers in the space that know the space that could help guide us. And it is like a huge delight to have two of these people in the room today to just share their hearts and also talk about the incredible work they do through Slingshot Group. So there's a little bit of tone setting. And and I also just want to say freaking good humans. Like it is hard to find just good humans, it feels like in this work. And I think when you're doing something as personal as finding a job, it doesn't have an impact just on the job seeker. There's an impact to the organization. There's an impact to the family. There's an impact to the community. And you want to feel held in that work. You want to feel like somebody's grabbing your hand and taking you through that. And our friends at the Slingshot Group are just those human beings. So I want to give a little context on our guest today. It is a great joy to have Brooke Hodnafield and Tim Foote onto the podcast today. Brooke is an incredible woman. She brings a 20-year journey um, with human resources, organizational and leadership development, missions, and coaching to her VP role um, as VP of the nonprofit division at Slingshot. And y'all, she does all the things. I'm sure you have in other duties as listed section to your uh, job description book because we see you putting your hands and uplifting and everything. She has really found at that intersection of her sweet spot where she believes every bit of her story was pulled into her role at Slingshot Group. She's a Colorado native and mountain lover, and you're going to find her running outside. Whoop, whoop. I want to manifest that you and I need to go run together, but I'm a slow runner, P.S. Or in a coffee shop or an obscure life concert, and she resides (laughs) in Chief's Kingdom, Kansas City, with her frat house of hubby and two boys. 
Tim, don't even. My dad's from Kansas City. We are huge Chiefs fans. <laughs> that's fan. right, Becky. And let me just say, Midwest, John, the Chiefs right won the Super Bowl, oh, the and Chiefs that's a football Bowl. team. Thank you for that context. Yes. Okay, yes. so we're going to keep going. <laughs> Tim Foote, president and CEO of the Slingshot Group, has 30 years of experience as a leader, pastor, coach, speaker, musician, and presenter, both in Australia and North America. He brings this incredibly diverse perspective in churches, nonprofits, and for-profits environments to his role. And I, the thing that we really value about Tim is during his time at Slingshot, he's led the staff and, co- and coached well over a thousand churches and organization and leaders. He's done it from the heart. And Tim, um, for Tim, this work just provides a perfect combination of strategic leadership and relational connection that's allowing him to invest in teams in tandem with leaders who are trying to serve. He mm. lives in the snowy Denver, Colorado area with yes, his wife, Mandy. Hi, Joey and Jacob. We're glad to have you worked into the podcast. <laughs> and let's get into this, friends, because if you're thinking about a career move, you're, or maybe you're just looking for your next amazing hire, you know, we've teamed up with these experts so we can talk about how do you find value-aligned jobs? How do you build remarkable teams? And why is 2023 the year that you're going to take control of your career? So we're going to open a broad perspective about how do we go about this work? And in this two-part Friday series, we're going to focus on the job seeker, and we're also going to focus on the job hirer. So welcome today, because we are here for the job seeker. If you are someone who is looking for a job for alignment, this is your moment. So I want to like let you to set some tone, give some intros to this work. And Tim, I'm going to kick it to you first. Why is this important to have this alignment and talk about advice that you would have for someone who's looking for that in their work and where they should start? The alignment piece, Becky, is, is the magic of this work. You know, when we Preach. see, yeah, when we see the, the, the direction and mission of an individual align with an organization, that's the aha moment for us. You know, that's when we pop the bottle and throw the party. That's why we do what we do. You know, I love what you said, Becky, in the intro about um, needing to be held during that time of transition. That really describes our ultimate calling as as a company. We love to come alongside organizations and individuals in that uh, tender and vulnerable time of transition, which can be messy because, you know, uh, experiences in life don't define us, they reveal us. Mm. And when you're in a moment of transition, all kinds of things get revealed, as does in the organization. And so alignment is so important. So I would say to start with, and I, that was a roundabout way, Becky, of setting the tone and coming back to your question, which was what advice would we give looking for alignment? Know who you are. Know who you are to start with. And when you're entering into a time of transition in, in the workplace, uh, you have a moment to, to redefine who you are. You get a new bottom rung as in you're starting fresh somewhere and you get to redefine yourself as a leader. So in that time, sit down, go to the mountaintop, go to your favorite park, get your favorite coffee and list who you are, what values you want to define you so you know how to recognize alignment when it comes because identity determines function. Knowing who you are will determine the alignment in the role that you eventually step into. I'm throwing the ball to you, Brooke. 
I mean, you you kicked it off pretty good there, Tim. And and I just think it's fun to name too that Tim is my boss, which is pretty remarkable that we get to have this conversation together because I think it speaks to the authenticity um, that we experience on the day to day, and then also just the different aspects of our organization that we experience and um, the different conversations we have one different to the next. So Brooke, Brooke, there's plenty of days when you leave me, by the way, just let me put that out. <laughs> we, we are a Feel learning that. people. Absolutely. We are learning we, people. We show up curious every day. Always. What, what Always. is going to happen next? Yes. And, and being, <laughs> being in the work of people, that's just on, on the regular because it is messy. It is complicated. Um, but just to kind of put a cherry on top to what Tim said, I, I would just say what is true of this season of this time, of this chapter, that's different than, than another. Because we've all been here before. You may have been at this crossroad before. Um, but what is different about now? What's most important right now? Um, what's a priority that maybe wasn't a priority before, but needs to rise to the top and be named? Um, and so I, I love this phrase, what we don't name can rule and reign. Um, mm-hmm. So just getting really clear about those things that are important for this particular season as you put your feet forward on a new path. Mm. Can I just add too, Brooke, when you asked Becky, why is 23 the time to, to make change? Or Today is the time to do something that makes a difference. And mm-hmm. so what in your life, according to your values is going to help you make a difference because you know what we're not here for very long yeah i mean you can see just from these intro comments like why we're so aligned with you too and your entire team behind slingshot group too um i like that we're kicking off talking about values because we talk a lot about how that can be a magnet to your organization as you you know embody values as an organization how it's a cultural thing but i think as we talk about our personal values like getting really clear on that postures us to figure out the right next step. And I had a mentor early in my life say, you don't want to just run away from something. You want to run towards something. And that's always stuck with me that it's easy to want to flight because there's some really crappy situations happening. And I don't think that's always the wrong answer to obviously leave a toxic situation. But the idea of figuring out who you are and what you really want to do in this world and you know, chasing in that direction just feels so much more powerful and, you know, the opposite of that. And so I love that. John, can I add something to that, which Please. made me, what you said just made me think of the, the questions that we ask people when they approach us, because they, they often see Slingshot as safe harbor to work out, okay, is it time to step out? Yeah. One of the questions we'll ask is, do you feel released from your current role? Because if you don't feel a sense of release, there's still things for you to learn. And actually, you don't want to miss out on that in the midst of the hard. Then the other two questions we'll ask are, can you leave in a healthy way? Are you healthy enough to leave in a healthy way? And are you healthy enough to actually start a new season in a healthy way? Because there's one thing you're going to take with you to the next place, you. And you want to be the best version of you. Thank you for saying that because I don't think we talk enough about mental health, wellness, well-being. We don't talk about existing trauma. And I, and I, and I want to say trauma is a spectrum. And regardless of if you've had extreme trauma in your job or in your life or, or just something that has just really bothered you, 
I do think getting in that healthy space is going to help you move forward into the next job. And I really appreciate that you guys talk about that because it's systemic and we're seeing it every day fighting through nonprofit. And so let's talk about how do you share your story when you start to move into looking like how can someone stand out? Like I think of something like we had a great quote from someone in the community. It was Michelle Holder. She says in the fundraising field, I feel like a cover letter could be an opportunity to shine. So get into some of that tactical um, you know, advice for us of how can you start sharing your story and socializing um, the fact that you're looking for that alignment. I'll, I'll jump in on that one. Um, I love this phrase, be brief, be bright, be gone. Um, <laughs> and I think it really is you're trying to, to tell your story and share your story. And even in light of the question that was just asked in your community, if you're going to do a cover letter, just make sure it's personalized. Make sure it's not too wordy. Um, invest the time in keeping it clear, keeping it clean, keeping it compelling. And make sure you don't just cut and paste and send it to oh the masses <laughs> and even forget to maybe change the name of the organization in there. Or John Whoops. has this story, Whoops. literally. Oh, yeah. Whoops. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it happens. We're, we're all human. But, but leave, just, the, leave the word organization <laughs> in the cut. Yeah. Yeah. Just, Mail I mean, you know, if, when it's yeah. cookie cutter, you know when it is. And we, we see that all the time. People will blast the same co cover letter and it becomes just like a mm, next because you just know that it, it really wasn't crafted out of care mm. and passion. So if you're going to do it, keep it succinct, keep it brief. And keep it compelling and personalized to really your own story. And, and if you have a connection to that organization, then make it known. Like make it really personal about where you found that organization at that said place and time and how it impacted you in that moment. Mm. At, the risk, at the risk of overstating it, we will often say with our leaders internally at Slingshot, use economy of words. Because one of the, one of the biggest uh, mistakes we'll see is that people will overshare. But you also get to be the translator of your story and you get one shot at that. And there are things in your story that you might want them to know that you don't want other people to share or translate for you. And so know what those things are and learn to communicate them in a redemptive way as to how it has helped shape you as a leader and how it will make you a better leader in this next context. Yeah. Which all of that's got to require so much personal reflection, you know, just having the space to really sit with your experiences and understand what you are taking with you from the most recent thing. So all of this, yeah. I think, is pointing that way. I mean, in that in that season, let's say someone's starting to look, I do want to like back up just a tad to ask, how does someone start today? I mean, obviously, there's a safe harbor in you guys of just you know, somebody can pull up to, I'm, I'm in the boat. I'm pulling up to slingshot <laughs> at the Harbor <laughs> in the boat, and I love you it. know, they can find people that'll hold space and really walk with them on the journey. But what is, you know, what would you advise someone that just feels like they're ready to start putting feelers out and understand what's next possibly for them? I would say, you know, Tim referenced this earlier, but know who you are and consider your non-negotiables. What are your essentials versus your, these are nice to have or preferences and, and naming that and putting it down somewhere that you can refer back to, because as you move out from that place, you're probably going to be intrigued and pulled off course in some way, shape or form. So having that to go back to is helpful. Um, and then finding within your your own community of someone that is that knows you well that cares about you deeply that you trust that you can just have as a sounding board that can be there as you vent and process um, and just help you discern next steps is critical 
Mm. Approach it like a journalist too, like you're chasing the story. Get innovative and dig and identify the places that you want to work and contact them, get to know them. Uh, Even let them know of your availability and then maybe look for ways to serve or volunteer or contribute to their mission. Get involved in, don't be afraid to shoot for the stars in where you want to be and get to know those organizations and think through the scenario that you would design perfectly and we know it's not a perfect world absolutely not but at least if you have that defined you can work back from there Hey friend, are you considering a career move or looking for your next amazing hire? We've teamed up with our friends at Slingshot Group to launch We Are For Good Jobs. Good Jobs is all about connecting people, passion, and talent to fuel the impact uprising. So what are you waiting for? Find a job, post a job, or get support to help you on the search at jobs.weareforgood.com. Taking a quick pause from today's episode to thank our sponsor, who also happens to be one of our favorite companies, Virtuous. You know we believe everyone matters, and we've witnessed the greatest philanthropic movements happen when you both see and activate donors at every level, and Virtuous is the platform to help you do just that. It's so much more than a nonprofit CRM. Virtuous helps charities reimagine generosity through responsive fundraising, volunteer management, and online giving, and we love it because this approach builds trust and loyalty through personalized engagement. Sounds like Virtuous might be a fit for your organization? Learn more today at virtuous.org or follow the link in our show notes. Where were you guys 10 years ago? I needed all of this counsel. I needed this friendship. Yeah, probably. (laughs) But the way that you're saying this feels better to me. This is not like I'm going on monster.com or I'm rifling through LinkedIn. I mean, this to me is is community-baked. It's authentic to you. And I want to ask a question that keeps coming up in our work um, and and, in our community. People want to know, how do I do this when I don't want my my organization to know that I'm looking. I mean, that is a common theme. It's, I don't want to put myself out there publicly because I'm not ready for my organization to know that I'm not happy. What do you say to people that ask you that question? Um, You know, I would say first off, there are trusted places and spaces that you know that exist that you can start having exploratory conversations with in a very honoring way. Um, I, I think to be really wise in how you do that and what that looks like. Um, but you also don't want to sit on that alone. And so finding a few pl- people and places that you can go to, um, we handle that all the time where this is something that is a big deal that they're even having this conversation with us. And we don't take that lightly. And so finding places where you're confident that that information stays with that individual or with that organization so that you can start to begin to just dip your toe in the water and then see how it feels really. Um, if you have like a check in your spirit, like, Ooh, maybe it's too soon. Um, but having that first step and just having that first conversation will really tell you, I think a lot too. I think that's why, uh, we use the term, the term Becky safe Harbor, because we're going to hold that really carefully and confidentially, but we're also going to coach anybody coming to us around 
matters of integrity and how you engage that in a way that helps you to leave well, like when it is time to bring your organization into the conversation. And also, all of you will be familiar with this because we stand in that tweener generation. There's a lot of generational (laughs) shift happening right now from from boomer leaders to uh, ex-leaders to millennial leaders. I think uh, the younger millennial leaders and Gen Z leaders, as they take over uh, organizations, are actually going to be more open about conversation that people Me are too. always considering. I'm optimistic, things, and actually should be. And that's what we're what what we're coaching towards in organizations for leaders uh, to have that outward mindset and to always be saying to the great leaders in their organization, "Hey, I want you to stay, but I know that you're there's always going to be." offers on the table. We're always going to have a plan B and a plan C and a plan Z. Z, we say in Australia. <laughs> uh, you're, 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 always, you're always going to have those alternative plans. Let's be open about it yeah. because we want, we want what's good for you and you want what's good for us. And so I think that I think I hope I'm hopeful that in the, yeah. as as we move through the generations of leadership, we're going to be more open about these conversations. Me well, too. if I can affirm that, you know, we interviewed one of our favorite Gen Z led nonprofits this past year called FarmLink Project. And some of the most evolved leaders that I've met, you know, are 24 mm. sitting in front of us. Mm. And they said, we recognize that our greatest contribution is not the work we're doing at FarmLink, but it's sending mm. out the people f- that are here entrusted right. to us during this mm. time of right. what they're going to go on to That's do. Good. And mm. I just have chills of that of like, what a, yeah. what a beautiful way to, to view the world. And so, what a culture, like what a, what what a, a compelling way to bring different mm-hmm. people into your organization who doesn't want to work for an organization that wants right. the best for you and the highest and best use of who you are. I mean, probably how you end up keeping them, Brooke, wouldn't you say? Yeah, totally. The retention is crazy. Yeah. I mean, what are the type of questions someone should be asking? Is they're trying to get to know an organization or maybe it's an interview process. What are some good questions to dig deeper and to understand the culture? Because sometimes we all have the plaque on the wall or we don't have plaques anymore, really. But, you know, the values (laughs) of the organization, how do you get under the surface of like, what really is the culture like? Um, A lot of different frameworks for that. But I think one expression is just to, to ask about how is community cultivated across your organization? What do you do? How do you do it? And you can tell pretty quickly if, if they have kind of a boxed answer or if it's something that they can actually get excited about and start to speak to in a really true and authentic way. Um, what are what are some of the ways that your values are expressed ac- across your organization? How does it affect behaviors? How does it affect decisions, communication? Um, we all know organizations that state their values, that point to it, the plaque on their website. But then when, when it comes down to they can't actually connect the dots to how that impacts the day-to-day and how their people look and act and feel differently as a result of it. Um, and then I also like to, to just poke on the area of like clarity. And clarity is kindness. That's Brene Brown. We love that quote around Slingshot. Um, but just what are your internal communication channels? What does communication look like? Um, what does the How do you build that upon that and stay connected to one another and just build relationship across divisions? Um, within your teams, all those things. Mm. I always encourage potential candidates, leaders to walk in with that journalist mindset, but you don't want to be the bad kind of journalist. You want to be the good kind. You're searching for the good. <laughs> Thank you. But, but yeah. I am, I'm, I'm always uh, advising people, show up curious, 
absolutely show up curious and ask questions like what what does the best day here look like what what is the most challenging day here look like what what are, what are you most proud of in the past five years ten years what do you hope uh, never changes about the organization what absolutely has to change I even like asking the question of what should I have asked that I haven't <laughs> and see how they answer those kinds of questions it's like how do you Ooh, come that's at a good things question. From, really yeah from different from different viewpoints we, we had this great LinkedIn live conversation with you Brooke and Phil and we we dove deeply into this and I think one of the things that lifted from there that I liked so much that we've heard on the podcast before is ask your organization for a list of references and I think the power dynamics of that question just flips entirely because it makes the relationship equitable it's like I'm interviewing you as much as you're interviewing me and it really is about fit and I and I think you're really impressing that upon me. Those questions were absolutely fantastic. One of the great segments we love on this podcast is do this, not that. Um, and we want to talk about some examples for listeners today. I'm not sure if it's a do a one page resume instead of a five page resume. I mean, give us a couple and Tim, I'm going to start with you. Okay. So I would say do communicate your weaknesses absolutely communicate your weaknesses in a redemptive way and how I, I, I talked about that earlier and how that can be a strength in this future context. Do communicate how you would approach this role if you were offered it. Have a plan basically and have a plan for the first six months, the first year, the first five years, the first 10 mm -hmm. because that communicates that you're not, you, you want to come and you want to plant here, you want to stay here. Don't, can I, well, I go to some don'ts. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Let's going. hit those don'ts. Don't talk a lot about how you were hurt in the past or a past context, mm. but frame that hurt in redemptive life. We hear this often from yeah. organizations that we're supporting in the interview process and they'll say, they, they haven't resolved their stuff. I mean, they talked, we talked 20 minutes about what happened in their it's last too course. raw, too, yeah, too, too, still too there, raw. still yeah. there. I feel that. And, yeah. and then this is an obvious one, but I'm going to say it anyway. Don't have a boring resume. Don't have a boring Thank resume. You. It communicates who you are. It, it's, it's the front door to how they experience you. And we're often saying to, to organizations we're work, working with, don't judge a leader just by their resume. You want to have that, that 3D experience, 5D experience. But yeah, don't have a boring resume. There are some do's and don'ts that would top of my list. Yeah. What about you, Brooke? I would say two that come to mind, um, do your research and, and speak in a way that shows you've done your homework, even pointing back to something you've read or, or showing that you even dug a little bit past and beyond maybe just the website, mm. um, but also don't approach it in a fan fanatic fan club sort of way where I bought the founders seven books. I read them all this weekend and I have a report to share <laughs> with you today. Literally have had this happen uh -huh. where, it was, oh where it was overwhelming. To the organization. Hey, hold, the book up. hold the book up on the Oh, Zoom. my gosh. Yeah. yeah. No, not, oh, not, not a good you there. I was just reading your book. Yeah. Because <laughs> like everyone knows that's a honeymoon phase. That'll die off, that passion and joy and excitement. So show your true care and excitement versus uh, the fan club approach. But um, And then own your skills and be confident about what you've done and who you are. Um, but you also don't want to be, appear so salesy that you're like, you need this in your life. I'm going to take your organization to the next level. And so speaking to it in a way that's clear and concise, it's it's humble, 
Um, but it's also not just a huge laundry list of all the accomplishes, accomplishments and trophies that you have on your wall. Preach it. Holy heck. I mean, this conversation, I hope for anyone listening, there's just a ton of hope. Every time I hang with you guys, I just feel hope. Yeah. Even like the hard things that we're going through can be so redemptive to use y'all's words right back at you. And so I, I just think, word. yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's good. And it's so centering to our journey and kind of speaks to the journey. So I wonder as we start to wind down this first half of this conversation, because stay, stick around until next Friday when we really go deep onto the organizational side, but what's, you know, kind of a one good thing that you would round this out as a piece of advice for that person searching right now. It's looking, I'm going to yeah. give you, give you the chance, Brooke. Yeah. Um, so the number one, I would say common denominator ask for any high level leadership role of all the organizations we work with. It doesn't matter what the role is, what kind of competency or skill is required. They want someone that has high EQ or emotional intelligence. Yeah. So a whole lot of soft skills is what that is. And so if you're looking to invest in how do I bring that to the table, what do I do to step into this new phase of even starting to look, um, I would say spend time there. Make sure that you can hone in on those places, even consider some growth in that um, because that is professionally going to be a huge win for you, but then also for all aspects of your life. I mean, anything that we can do that is smarter and not harder to overflow into all areas of your life is a win. Boom. Tim, what about you? My one good thing would be keep working on you and then be able to translate it. And just to, uh, to, to build that out real, real briefly, collaborate with somebody different this week that you wouldn't normally collaborate with because that will grow you further. And then a great mentor of mine, actually one of our co-founders of Slingshot says, if you want to work on you, if you want to grow, go somewhere new this week and meet somebody new. Keep working on you and building out your experiences. I mean, I feel like you guys are just reflecting values back to us. You're reflecting trends because I, I really do feel like that tracks with our 2023 trend. It was the first one, which is prioritize your self-growth. And if you have an intention of growth and you have an openness to that, these things are going to be a magnet to you, y'all. And so, I mean, you guys know your stuff. And I feel like <laughs> we have only scratched the surface of how to do this. So I want to tease next week's episode because we're going to be going into how does the organization start to build remarkable teams? How do you build magnetic cultures? I feel like we're only halfway through this journey, but it's a comfort to know we have our two friends here are going to hold our hand, we're um, with you. create this safe harbor, <laughs> and we're going to come back at it again this year. But for everyone who wants to reach out to Slingshot, we got to give a shout out to Good Jobs. Tell people how Heck they yeah. can connect with Slingshot and how they can connect with each of you. Mm. So slingshotgroup.org, you can find um, lots of information on coaching, on search, on becoming a candidate, um, connecting with our team of candidate relations who walks alongside and support. Um, LinkedIn's another great place as well. We all know in nonprofit land, that's the place to be. Um, so find us there on LinkedIn as well. Yeah, our website's the best way to come through and, and find us, learn all about us. And uh, just as you talked about the, this new partnership, Becky, it's all about community for us. And that's what, and we are pumped about it. We love our partnership with you. We feel so aligned back to that word that we started with, with, with we are for good. And, and the fact that you want this job board to be a community is why, is why we're in it with you. And we are so in it with you. 
Oh my god. We are so in it with you too. And I want to I want to like love on the community because those of you who showed up to the LinkedIn live and came to this launch the chatter and the way you have dropped into our DMs to say, I've checked this out and I've forwarded it to three people who I know who are struggling. That is what we want. We don't want the struggle to be in isolation. If you take nothing from this conversation, it's about this journey really isn't just singular about you. It's about others who want to come in, uplift you. We need to uplift each other. I'm here for this. Yeah. So if you're listening and you're like, what is this good jobs? Go check it out at jobs.weareforgood.com. <laughs> You'll see Slingshot is sharing some of the most incredible opportunities right now that do value align, that mm. offer equity in pay and time off, and they lift DEI practices from the beginning of the process all the way through to how they show up in the world. So things that I'm we champion, things that yes. we're asking to see in the world, we would love for you to check it out and let us know because this we're building in public. And I love to say this any chance mm. we get. And just inboxes, like, let us know how we can better serve you and support you in this journey. But I hope you hear this, that you're not alone. You've got the four of us rooting for you, mm. no matter where you are at on your journey. And so thank <laughs> you, friends. Squad. This was a great chat. So good to see you both. Thank you. We'll see you back thank here next you. week. Thanks for having us, guys. Hey, friends. Thanks so much for being here. Did you know we create a landing page for each podcast episode with helpful links, freebies, and even shareable graphics? Be sure to check it out at the link in this episode's description. You probably hear it in our voices, but we love connecting you with the most innovative people to help you achieve more for your mission than ever before. We'd love for you to join our good community. It's free. And you can think of it as the after party to each podcast episode. You can sign up today at weareforgood.com backslash hello. One more thing. If you loved what you heard today, would you mind leaving us a podcast rating and review? It means the world to us and your support helps more people find our community. Thanks, friends. I'm our producer, Julie Comfer, and our theme song is Sunray by Remy Borsboom. Rabbit fans have always powered the We Are For Good podcast, but now Rabbit fans can get even more goodness and access by joining Good Friends. It's our listener support community for the We Are For Good podcast. Good Friends comes with perks, exclusive episodes with John and I, including The Good Brief, our new monthly cliff notes of the greatest takeaways and lessons learned from that month, and exclusive AMA episodes where we answer your burning questions and tap our community of experts. Join now or learn more at weareforgood.com backslash friends. We can't wait to see you inside. That's weareforgood.com slash friends.